Hey, and unbelievably, welcome to the second episode of my podcast. I'm your host, Severi Lehtimäki, and this time let's try something a little bit different. Instead of doing a bass bass jam right at the beginning, I'm gonna have a little word here. Um, let's call it a little commercial beginning that using my name which you can see on the podcast or using the podcast name you can find me and the podcast also on youtube where you might find uh, videos of the podcast and covers maybe gig vlogs if gigs ever happen again so yeah Really excited to do this new episode of the podcast, really been excited for it. And for today, for the first little playing session, uh, I'm gonna try to do a little a little blues. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
was a jam and a half. Uh, I guess there was some decent things going on, uh, but also some flubbering and plubbering about these fingers ain't going where I want them and kind of static of a movement. But anyway, uh, this past week being doing some more bluesier stuff for uh, the first blues stuff I've done in a really really long time been mostly focusing on the jazz and even though the blues is the jazz and the jazz is the blues uh, never really concentrated on blues things but now since last week uh, been trying to improvise over a minor blues changes uh, that and that was from that's the changes changes from a song called Mr. PC uh, obviously when I do uh, improvisation I usually don't try to play the uh, chords but now that I am presenting a improvisation to you anyone's listening i uh, i have this feeling that i might need a little bit of accompaniment and until i get a until i get a looper of some sort working um, i'm gonna have to st- probably try to do more these kinds of jams but it's it's good it's different not just random diddling and soloing and stuff like that but yeah so this week the main focus of my last week and probably this podcast also is gonna be about practicing started a new training practicing schedule regiment plan thing last week been following it for the past week and wanna I want to say some things about it, what I'm feeling. It's r- it's a weird feeling when you've played a number of years and then you start really trying to learn how to practice. Practicing's, uh, practicing has been a big thing uh, for a while now, but not uh, for the whole time that I've been playing. Like, I mean that I've been trying to really concentrate on practicing for maybe the last one and a half years or so. It has been a big part of my playing, trying to learn how to practice, how to practice in an effective and uh, enjoyable way, where it's where it's not just annoying, but also that I get 
the hours done and get stuff done and progress. And it's really been working. And now I got a new schedule thing and it's really interesting to see that it's it's still pretty hard to go by uh, a schedule like this. The main things I'm uh, I have divided the main things I practice into seven different uh, categories and they are also segments that uh, have been categorized in a way that I can uh, practice those for about 45 minutes uh, in one go and then I'll probably have to uh, have a little break. I'm that sort of a person that I'll I can practice many hours a day, but the hours consist of usually uh, like 45 minute playing segments and then 15 minutes of break. And I really need to have that. And I've noticed that even without using a clock, just about 45 minutes in my practice session, I usually start just fumbling and jamming other things and my mind isn't concentrating anymore on the task at hand and then I know I need to get a break and then I have a break and then I move to the well the same thing continuing or usually a new thing uh, another thing for the next segment yeah I got seven of seven of those and I try to do maybe three every day. And so they're rotating on a two-week schedule. And after two weeks, they, it starts again. So I'm only halfway <laughs> in through my regiment. And uh, there's been slippage. There's been slippage. I, I slipped from my schedule. It's really... it's interesting and I it's kind of annoying but then again is it though I am still getting stuff done so but yeah couple of the segments I uh, I have instead of doing those for example uh, sight reading uh, music to get better at sight reading I've been instead of just doing those I've been jamming playing whatever I want and like I'm still spending the hours on the instrument so obviously uh, that's obviously really good in itself I am I'm not not playing when I'm not going through my schedule but even the jamming doesn't really obviously in stuff like reading note uh, music notes or something like that it, it isn't really helping so that's that's kind of annoying gotta pull up my bootstraps and really follow that schedule and after that I can have some good good times and there's I'm not saying there's not a lot of 
I like most of the segments and a lot of the segments are uh, improvisation into different jazz and a little bit of blues and I really enjoy those I might uh, I do those a lot even more than I need to during the day but still practicing is really difficult also uh, also I uh, when we are talking about practicing or I'm talking <laughs> I'm monologuing about practicing to this podcast uh, I also have brought it up with my own base students with them we're trying to just find a rhythm of playing at least a little bit every day and that's obviously for most people that's that would be the most important part me talking here and saying that i practice hours every day is probably different than a lot of players at least the ones who aren't trying to go pro uh, as their main goal everyone who's just having fun with the instrument having instrument as a hobby it's really it really is enough to just do like i think like 15 minutes of and uh, if 15 minutes of something standardized and thought about kind of exercise a day and then if you want to pick up the instrument and jam play along learn songs or do anything more freely obviously it's it's all good you gotta spend the hours on the instrument that's the important part not the not the sight reading and the metronome practices but the hours the times had with the instrument that's the most important part so we've been trying to find those kind of uh, good exercises to have for 15 minutes a day and then moving on if you have the time to move on to something more enjoyable but if you get if you can do 15 minutes a day of something kind of boring it'll take you far a bass player should have should spend time with a metronome should spend time with that drum tracks should spend time <sighs> practicing their uh, technique whatever technique it is practicing their hearing their ears those things even though you don't want to we should all do those not all of those every day but at least one of those subjects for the 15 minutes i think at least it's a good starting point and i th- i think it it can take anyone pre for far but yeah that's my tangent my monologue on practicing that's like the big part right now to try to get a schedule going for myself that I memorize and understand and can keep going so obviously I failed but tomorrow's a new day today for example uh, this uh, I, I the practice time I'm doing today is this podcast and something after it and the 
clock is 8.30, so haven't practiced a lot today, but uh, you gotta do other schoolwork as well. You can't always just hang out with the instrument. But I did my 15 minutes today and I'll try to get it to a full hour maybe, addition to what I play on this podcast. But yeah, also found been listening to I'm so annoyed I don't think I can play this play it onto the podcast I I'm gonna have to find out what kind of copyright law there is but uh, started listening to some Anthony Jackson bass lines reading them out if you're listening to this you might want to check out uh Anthony Jackson playing anything with Michel Camilo, I think his name is. Michel. Amazing stuff going on. It's uh, Anthony Jackson's tone is like, it's just somewhere else. else. That muting, muting technique he has with the six string is amazing. Right now, being trying out uh, a song called One More Once from the album One More Once. Great big band stuff. And I'm sorry I can't play the bass line with the music. I don't dare. I don't want to get copyrighted, but there's some cool stuff going on. to the Anthony Jackson uh, where he's playing this song and oh my god that muting is he's so fast so elegant and just I think the definition of clean god damn Just cool stuff that I can't can't really play yet, which is uh, embarrassing. I don't know. 
I guess this is a practicing podcast and stuff like that. So, mm, sorry, not really sorry. Okay, yeah, what would other stuff been doing? <sighs> As you m- heard last podcast, I like doing chordal stuff on the on the bass. Did a uh, I've been really uh, been into these uh, just making uh, solo bass covers uh, based on just whatever chords they have on the fake books or the real books and just trying to play the chords with the melody. And this this last week I uh, did a first draft of a of a uh, what oh my god what uh, in a sentimental mood god damn <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> really forgot but yeah in a sentimental mood uh did a first draft of that and then i i'm probably gonna turn it into a f- this time if you go to if you go to my youtube you'll find uh just the th- uh main um theme of uh, someday my prince will come and uh, this time i wanna do a full with a solo version of in a sentimental mood but i don't know in what kind of a format i should do it because i don't have the I don't have a looper right now. I would otherwise do uh, some kind of a play the lead and uh, then uh, play the chords and f- for a for one chorus and then start doing a solo and then end with a another head. But yeah, can't do it n- right now. I could pre-record the. Uh, chorus but that's just didn't doesn't feel very good but probably at some point I'm gonna uh, find a way to do this I could play a little bit of the style I'm meaning with them with the uh, in a sentimental mood so yeah no reharmonizations yet just uh, basic uh, chords found in a in a real book. Thank you. 
Such a professional uh, way of doing a podcast. Screw up the B section of a song. Just uh, don't do a new take in After Effects or anything. Just bail out to the last A section and fine jobs. Very good goings fine moods but yeah there it goes with a uh, ending of sorts doing it kind of by the book uh, but trying to find a little flair in it gonna have to do maybe some uh, reharmonizations and then learn to solo over it in a good way so I can do a proper proper cover of it. It was also really uh, good to notice, a very healthy moment for my mental health to notice that I tried to, uh, without um, anything backing me, tried to play a solo for that and really tried to play out the harmony and just had a lot of trouble like just playing alone, keeping myself in good time, it was really annoying, really gonna have to get that into my practicing schedule, just playing a solo on my own without accompaniment and keeping the time, keeping the harmony, not playing anything interesting even, just solo type of melody lines alone really couldn't do that really well but I guess as a bassist yeah you should be able to keep time but usually more in a walking bass kind of a situation so maybe I I, pr- I hope I do would fare better better doing that but who knows just who knows? <laughs> yeah, w- I'm gonna be reporting back about that if if we don't see a cover going up, uh, w- then I'll be talking about it here, about my failures in music.
where I put, would put my advertisements, if I had any, <laughs> anyways. And I guess I could go for a small, what would you call it, uh, uh, a small gear section talking about base gear and well, nothing really radical this week going on, but uh, would like to talk a little bit about what's it like being a uh, music student who has pretty fine gear and I am really happy with them and still seeing an instrument and just falling in love without even seeing it live on the internet getting that gas gear acquisition syndrome moment luckily can't afford it so uh, I stumbled upon a six string Fodera base selling for a pretty pretty good price for a Fodera a 90s, 90s one Six string full custom, oh damn, uh, mahogany body and boobing atop, and uh, obviously can't afford it, way too pricey. Even in my wildest dreams, it's still too expensive, but god damn, did I spend many minutes this week just thinking about where I could steal a couple thousand euros extra to <laughs> buy that thing and it's e it's like it's kind of insane when it, when i think about how i'm immediately just obsessing over this instrument and i don't really know if it's my type of instrument i haven't played it it's in a kind of a interesting setup it has it's a six string with a 36 inch scale length and 19 millimeter millimeters string spacing so it's a massive instrument but going back to the uh, Anthony Jackson uh, he his uh, well-known custom signature instrument has the same kinds of specs and I'm really interested in, in trying an instrument like that. I'm really into the 36-inch massive scale-length six strings with massive string spacing. My bass right now has an 18-millimeter string spacing, and I'm pretty fine with it, pretty okay. I'm happy with this bass that I have right now, but <sighs> to go a little bit further and uh, scale-length and all that, these are the things I'll be raving about in the future also probably in a couple of occasions if I ever get this chance 
chance. But yeah, and yeah, I don't I don't know if I if it's for me. It might just be too big. So even if I had the money, I would have to like contact the seller and. With the corona, I can't travel. I can't do anything in insane like flying to the place that has the base. It's abroad from Finland. Flying to the place and going to check it live, I would have to find some kind of a deal so that if it doesn't fit me, but there's nothing o wrong with it, I could still like return it if it's not my instrument. I am pretty confident that after all of these years of trying to find the perfect base for myself and really going down with the small things and trying at least some different things, I think I would be pretty confident in knowing pretty fast if the instrument's for me or not. But obviously I can't know for sure. But damn just immediately fell right into the deepest part of the pool known as gear acquisitions in rome Whew. but yeah you're i'm gonna try to keep these gear parts probably pretty short maybe talk about if there is anything interesting in nam I haven't seen anything right now from the virtual NAM. I don't. I don't know if it's if it ended already. It might have. I I don't know. But if there's something interesting to me, then I might. I just might talk about a TM here. I'm probably gonna be talking about some gear stuff from time to time. But yeah, probably. Yeah, let's start closing off this this small moment that we had tonight and yeah I'll be returning next week uh, you can find me on Instagram you can find me on YouTube in YouTube there might be some video things if I get questions I could answer those and I hope you follow, you like the podcast, and I'll see you next week. Yeah, see ya.